Hello, and welcome to Smart Poker Study. My name is Sky Matsuhashi, and thanks for spending some of your study time with me today. So I'm really excited about today's episode because I have a few new Poker Forge members and the number one most consistent leak that they all share, not all of them, most of them share, is they're losing way too much money out of the blinds. So I'm helping them and you plug that leak with today's episode. Please go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 390. You can follow along as you listen uh, on the show notes page. The transcript right there of this episode is really going to help you dissect whether or not you have the leak, analyze your numbers and everything. And then the transcript will also help you plug this leak. All right, let's get to it. Gambate. What do you say we cut the chit chat a-hole? Let's start this off with kind of a sobering reality. No matter what, you're going to lose money in the blinds. You are out of position when you choose to play, and you give up your blinds when you're forced to throw away a ton of junk hands. Those two things combined make for automatic losing in the blinds in the long run. You know, your job, though, is to lose as little as possible. So I would describe this leak as what happens when a player in the blinds defends with very wide and weak ranges. They view the blind as their money and something worth fighting for, even with Jack-4 suited to a raise from a tight player. I want you to view the blind as your cost of playing. Once it's in the pot, it's not yours anymore. It's not something out there that you need to fight for. And players also get into the habit of 3-bet bluffing too much and giving up too easily post-flop because they're out of position. Also, when defending, they often don't consider their opponent's post-flop tendencies or the fact that being the fifth caller in the big blind makes it difficult to win as you have to rely on hitting the flop hard as you're out of position versus multiple opponents and you're trying to bluff in this situation is, for the most part, just a really terrible idea. All right, so moving on to some ways to spot this leak, if you don't know that you have it or not, I have three different ways to spot spot the leak. The first one is looking at your big blind per 100 hands win rate. The second is viewing the hands you choose to defend with. And the third is viewing big losing pots in the small blinds. I'm not small blinds, in the blinds. So the first one here, looking at your big blind per 100 hands win rate. Within every poker tracking software, there is a stat for the number of big blinds won or lost per 100 hands. So you can view this by position and see what you're losing in the small blind and the big blind. Our first gauge of this metric is to know what our win rate per 100 hands would be if we folded every small blind and every big blind. Do you know what this is? So if you fold every big blind, your win rate for every 100 hands played in the big blind would be negative 100 BBs per 100 hands. Nice and simple. If you folded every small blind, your win rate would be negative 50 BBs for every 100 hands played in the small blind. So the closer you are to zero and the further away from these two numbers you are, the better your blind play is. So make sure you're looking at this over a large sample, though. Anybody's big blind win rate could be, you know, positive in the short term. You've played two rounds at the table, but you got aces in the big blind. You stacked a fool. So, you know, you're up 100 big blinds in two hands. So, of course, it's going to be positive. But in the long run is when it's going to be negative no matter what. 
And there isn't some perfect BB per 100 win rate number. Just find what yours is and work on improving it. I'd love to see your small blind win rate at roughly negative 15 BBs per 100 or better, of course, and your big blind win rate at negative 30 BBs per 100 or better. So for myself, over the past 60K hands, 60,000 hands, I'm at negative 14 BBs per 100 in the small blind and negative 35 BBs per 100 hands in the big blind. So these win rates are kind of equate to not paying my small blind 72% of the time and not paying my big blind 65% of the time. It's like at those percentages, I get dealt a hand. I don't even have to put a blind in. I fold and walk away unscathed, you know, so those are pretty decent. I would like to see them better. Of course, you know, the closer they are to zero, the better I'm doing. But, you know, I'll take those numbers. So the second way to spot this leak is viewing the hands you choose to defend with. Hopefully you've got a range you play from the blinds and you're sticking to it. But if not, look at the last few sessions you played and filter hands for the hands that you played or VPIP, you know, voluntarily put money into the pot by position. Review the hand strength of all hands played in the small blind where you called or re-raised and in the big blind where you put in more money to call or re-raised. Do you spot some questionable hands? Are you calling with 10-6 suited and queen-3 suited in spots where it's very difficult to win with these hands? Are you just flatting instead of 3-betting hands like 9s through jacks? Or ace-queen you know, versus a pre-flop raiser likely on a steal? If the guy's likely on a steal, you might want to 3-bet these kinds of hands, you know? By looking at the hands you've chosen to play and the way in which you chose to play them, you'll get a sense of whether you're making mistakes or not. And the third way to spot this leak if you're losing too much money in the blinds is by viewing big losing pots in the blind positions. So while you've filtered your hands in the blinds, sort this by the amount of dollars or chips lost in the blinds. Check out the biggest pots anywhere from 10 BBs or more that you lost, you know, negative 10 BBs. Are there any common characteristics to these hands? Was it specific opponents you were fighting back against? Or maybe you didn't give up post-flop with a draw? Or maybe you were paying off too many streaks with top pair weak kicker? You know, look for patterns to figure out where you're paying off your opponents so you can begin to save yourself some valuable big blinds and get closer to that zero BBs per 100 win rate. Alrighty, so we're on to the reason why most of you are listening right now. We're going to cover the major steps to fixing this leak. And I'm going to give you six steps here, and I really do suggest doing these in order to improve your blind play. Start with number one and go on through two, three, four, five, six. And one of the reasons why is because the first three are kind of the easiest and quickest ones to put into your game. And the next ones after that take a little bit more work. But if you just do the first three, you will have already improved your blind play. So the first step is know your current big blind per 100 win rate. This is your benchmark, and now your goal is to simply improve on this number, getting closer to zero. Just being more aware of this number and tracking its decline will give you incentive to improve it. So if you don't do anything else to work on your big blind play, just know what your win rate is, or not big blind play, just your blind play. Know what your win rate is and work to improve it. Step number two in fixing the leak is view the blinds as dead money, not your money. Don't get all revengey and feel that you've got to defend the blinds against all who would try to steal it. If the situation isn't good to defend, don't do it. Consider the players that you're up against and determine if it's a good defense or not. 
Step number three is actively choose who you're playing against when you click call or raise in the blinds. When you're first to act, maybe your early position, middle position, even in the cutoff, you can't choose who plays against you. But when there's an open and you decide to call or three bet, you're doing so out of position and purposefully against this player. So know who you're up against and what their post-flop tendencies are. You are choosing to call this guy or 3-bet him pre, but before doing so, know what to expect on most flops. If his c-bet is 80%, you know he's firing on the flop almost every time you check. If you've got value, you can check call then donk the turn. Or you can even check raise if you think he'll continue to a check raise. If you've got a draw, just check call if the price is right or check raise as a semi-bluff. If he's super flop honest, that's great. Just check, and if he checks behind, fire every turn. There are so many ways to exploit your opponent's post-flop tendencies from the blinds. It's your job to know what their tendencies are so you can make these exploitive plays. So on to step four in the process here, and that is to use the KISS cash game arranges. Now, these are ranges that I created for my book, Preflop Online Poker, and you can get them for free by going to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod390. These ranges, and you can hear this, I laminated them, I have them in my hand actually, they give you mathematically sound, profitable ranges to open raise, to call, to three bet, and then to call three bets with as well. These are life changers, or life changers, life savers, I was about to say, especially when it comes to playing out of the blinds. You know, one of the biggest issues with the blinds, obviously, is just calling too much because you have that half a big blind or one full big blind, and you just don't want to give it up. And then you're dealt 10, six suited and you say, oh my gosh, I can hit a straight. I can hit a flush with this hand. I have to call, right? Well, what ranges do, and especially the KISS 6 max uh, cash game ranges, you can use them for full ring as well. What they do is they restrict those calling ranges, especially out of the blinds. And that's good because you take advantage, you exploit players who call way too much from the blinds. One of the ways that you exploit them is by open raising with hands better than their calling range. When they call you with subpar hands like 10-6 suited versus your 20% cutoff open raising range, they're giving you a huge mathematical advantage. Well, that's the same thing you are doing when you're calling somebody else's open raise with a hand like 10-6 suited or king-7 offsuit or ace-9 offsuit, right? You can, of course, call with those hands at every opportunity if you want, but just know that you're giving your opponents a mathematical advantage. By following the KISS cash game ranges, they're going to keep you nice and tight which is essential for profits, especially at the micro and the low stakes levels, cash games online. And by keeping you tight, you're going to avoid a ton of ugly post-flop situations as well. And I'm looking at the ranges. They're in my hand right now. Out of the big blind, the widest calling range that you have is versus a small blind open raise, and it's only a 13.3% range. Plus, your value 3-betting and your bluff 3-betting plenty as well with these KISS cash game ranges. So they're going to turn you into a tighter blind player, but also a more aggressive one, especially if you do not currently 3-bet bluff out of the blinds. So once again, you've got to get these KISS cash game ranges by going to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 390 and get to work with them. Oh, and before I forget, when you download the ranges, it's in a PDF form 
The ranges themselves are on the second page. The first page are directions on how to use the ranges. Make sure you read that first and then use the ranges. And I always recommend over your next 5,000 or so hands and see how they work for you. And step number five in fixing this leak is, and it's something that I've already mentioned, but it's going through and filtering for hands played in the blinds. But it would be a good idea to do this for one hour per day for the upcoming week. Look for the hand strength you chose, the opponents you chose to play against, how likely you were to make money in each situation, and any mistakes made. One hour per day, focus time, focus study time, will make you a much better player. And speaking of focus, step six in this process of fixing this leak is to play focus sessions where you're intent on working on your blind game. Test your re-raises and calling ranges, test your pre-flop reseal spots, test your post-flop play when heads up and multi-way, and record game tape uh, to review later on. You know, during these focus sessions, there are so many different plays that you can test when defending your blinds. I won't go into any of them here, but here's a list that you can Google to learn more. And someday I will create a podcast on each of these types of plays. So the first one is the light three bet. The next is donk betting and barrel bluffing. Uh, The next is semi-bluffing with equity, either pre-flop or post-flop. The next is the stop-and-go play. The next is the squeeze play. And the next is the check-raise on the flop, turn, or river. Those are all plays that you can learn about and then test in these focus sessions. All right, so finally, we've talked a ton about the leaks, went over how to fix them. As you are researching your leaks and learning how to fix your leaks, you should also work on using what you've learned to exploit the leak in other players. This is your leak, but millions or you know thousands, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of players, if not millions, have this same leak that you have. There are some guys that are just too tight in the blinds. Target these guys with lots of raises pre with hands that have some potential like suited cards and connectors. Don't go overboard and steal with a good old nine deuce off, but choose hands that can flop well and give you some potential for some barreling. The perfect players to target in the blinds are those that call wide and fold to most flop and turn c-bets. The kinds I'm talking about are the ones that call from the blinds 30% of the time or more and fold to c-bets like 70% of the time or more. These guys play weak ranges which can't stand up to a lot of pressure post-flop. Target them with c-bets and if they fight back you can easily ditch the hand. Folding is a way to exploit their uncharacteristic aggression. If a guy folds a lot, but is suddenly calling and raising, then you know he's strong, and you can fold now and not pay him off any more money. If you're up against an aggressive check raiser in the blinds, or someone he, somebody who floats liberally and tries to steal on later streets, you need to put them on a range and assess whether the flop hit them or not. If they are defending your steal with, say, 150 different hands, and only 20 of those hands have a good reason to check raise, that's only like 13% of hands, you know? If he's check-raising 25% of the time, then it's likely he's just trying to push you off. You can call or re-raise as you see fit to fight his aggression. Plus, against this guy, you can see bet for value, call his raise, and because you're in position, you won't let a streak go by without a big bet going in. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Figure out your big blind per 100 hands win rate in both blind positions and work on improving this for one full week by hitting each of the six steps above. Choose your cards, opponents, and situations carefully when you choose to defend and test out the different plays I mentioned. 
Now it's your turn to take action and Scooby-Dooby-Doo something positive for your poker game. Do it! Just do it! Make your dreams come true! Do it! Just do it! Do it! Alrighty, thank you for spending some of your study time with me today. Your learning is not complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 390 for a transcript of today's episode. And most importantly, get the Kiss Cash Game ranges to help you plug the leak of losing too much when you call out of the blinds. My other podcast called Daily Poker Tips, that's available wherever you listen to finer podcasts. And until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.